Welcome to Adulting Decrypted, the show where we break down the complex code of common conundrums into logical living and the effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. We are your hosts, Roscoe the Dad, Gene, Ashton the Big Brother, and the person kicking it off, Gideon. Today we're going to be talking about goals. So I kind of want to start with the strategy to complete goals, because We've probably all gone through goals at school. I know I have. Um, so I just want to say some of the stuff that I learned from one of the books that I um, listened to on an audiobook. So um, it was The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. You really got into that book, didn't you? Yeah, it was. It was kind of funny because we're listening to it on a family trip, and uh, Mom kept saying, hey, we got to turn that off. Let's listen to something else. And Gideon's in the backseat going, no, no, I'm just getting into it. Yeah, it was kind of fun. He's uh, fun to listen to. So I'm not super familiar with 10x rule. What is that? So it's the 10x rule is mainly where you make your goals 10 times bigger, and then you also work 10 times harder for them. So it's just a strategy to complete them. So if you think you need a dollar, then you're going to want to say, hey, my goal's $10. If I think I need need to get up at 6, I'm going to get up at... What? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't think uh, time is a good representation of that one. Okay. So what's like you don't the... want to make it 10 times longer. But but ten, t- you got to work 10 times harder than you think you need to. You know, there's a yeah. there's a quote from Bill Gates that says, most of us underestimate what we can get done in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in 10 years. Yeah. So go ahead. You're talking about Grant Cardone. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about the strategy of it because – Grant Cardone was the person's book I was listening to. But, um, so, I like to write 10 to 20 goals a day. Just try to write 10 to 20. Um, Think about them all the time. So, I would normally write them in the morning. So, I would um, focus on them throughout the day. And then, um, make a balance of ones that you need to complete. And also, ones that you want to complete. I think that um, that is a big part of that. So you're not just all work goals and you're not just all play goals. So so these um, these things that you're running through about writing the goals and all that, these are things that um, Grant Cardone does? Or are these something so that you're doing since you read the book? Grant Cardone in the 10X rule yeah. was mostly just talking about like the 10X rule and his story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really talking about the book because... I mean, you'd have to listen to it or read it to but get I think the full experience. Ashton's asking you, Gideon, are you writing your goals every day? No. I was at a point of time, but now I've become lazy, but I need to start again. Okay. Hence why we're talking about it in the adulting podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, because... Yeah, well, and here's why, right? Once once you come out of adolescence and, and everybody's telling you what to do every schoolwork assignment... Then when does the pressure become? Who who tells me what to do every day? Yourself. Kind of. I mean, I do have bosses. I do have people I work for. But yeah, a lot of it's driven on me. Most people will, will what's the right, go with the stream? Or, Meander. Yeah. Meander's a good word. Well done. <laughs> you know, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, um, and then 
Are you ready? One of my bullet points was, again, write them every day, but in all caps, so pretty important. So write your goals in all caps? No. I'm saying my bullet point was in all caps. Oh, okay, so the note was in all caps, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, your yeah. goals. Get, yeah, Gideon's getting a little frustrated with himself, it sounds like, right? He's he's yelling at himself in that. In that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm imagining Gideon's goal sheet right now, like, make bike jump! Make bike jump bigger! <laughs> Uh, pretty close. <laughs> By ten times. It's jump. Right now he has a jump in our backyard that's a four foot gap. So if you're going to follow the ten It's not four rule, foot anymore. I moved it back about a foot. Okay, so if it's a five foot gap, if you're really going to follow the ten Uh-oh, rule, here comes math. Fifty foot. Dude, let me do my math. I can't do it. That one was, I, I was going to nail that math. Because that was easy math. I don't care. Okay. I was going to do it nonetheless. You know, Gideon, you also hit on something there early as as you were getting uh, getting started talking about making a balance of your goals. Yeah. What what did you mean by balance? So, um, what I was saying is, if you have work goals, you also kind of want goals that you want to achieve, not just ones that you need to achieve. Right, and and, and need being food, shelter, clothing, or, or even work, the, or the funds to create food, shelter, clothing. Maybe. Yeah. More specifically, is the goal, or? and and then what? Some of the wants. Wants would be for me like bike upgrades or a bigger dirt jump, just stuff that I. Foot dirt jump. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty big, but stuff that I don't need to um, like get on with life. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for expounding that. Yeah. Um, and then some of the other stuff I have written down is mm, to write them like you have already completed the goals. Like, I have a 50-foot dirt jump, just so you get excited and be like, I want a 50-foot dirt jump. And so it's not just, um, I know, you just want to get excited. Yeah, a lot of people go through life, right? And, And they talk about what they want, and they tell their friends what they want, but what's the difference between a dream and a goal? Have you guys given that any thought? A dream is, I think, something you more think about, while a goal is something you actually work to. You know, I was thinking, so with, so I haven't read the 10x rule, I think, like I mentioned already. Um, and you're talking about how, so here, uh, Greg Cardone, that's the name, right? Grant Cardone. Grant, not Greg. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Grant. Um, you're saying that he said to write down your goals 10 times a day but he's also saying to write down i don't think it was write them down 10 times a day no well what you're saying is write 10 to 20 goals every day oh gotcha yeah so it's 10 to 20 goals and when you write those 10 to 20 goals you're writing them down as if they've been completed or yeah. you're writing down separate statements you're as writing if you had completed the goal you're writing down the goal as if you'd completed them Gotcha. So, so for example, if it was this podcast, a goal would be, I have a successful podcast. Correct. I have a full head of hair. <laughs> yes. yes. I, can you set a goal for that? <laughs> no, probably, <laughs> probably not, in all fairness. But, but, but maybe it's a shiny head of hair. I don't, I don't know. A shiny head of hair. That, but, that sounds but, important. But I think what you're t- saying is that you project yourself into the moment, and in, in, in the feeling and the that drives you to reach and strive. Yeah, so I know that you talk about this one. So 
what is something that, um, like, what would you do? Well, you know, that's, you, you asked me a couple of days ago about what's some of my big goals, right? And we've got, at 47, I've done quite a few different things. My biggest goal, I think, when I was in high school was that I wanted a vintage VW bug. But, but in, in other a, words, a lot of work. <laughs> it transitioned <laughs> a into a lot of work. A lot of work and a but, fire, but we'll talk about that later. Probably. Yeah, that'll that'll be a podcast. That'll be on vehicle maintenance. We're gonna need Gene to tell that story. Absolutely, about how seriously he takes abandoned ship. Oh, <laughs> totally. We were all very important in that story. We are. However, going back to the original statement is, I didn't know how to write a goal, so it was only a dream, right? And yeah. and, and the difference for me, really, the difference between a dream, a goal, and and even just a hallucination, maybe. Is a is a hallucination is something that you've talked about. A dream is something that you've actually maybe put some some thought into of how to get there, but a goal is the action steps in order to get it to happen. So yeah. I did not. My dream car was a vintage VW kit car that that we'll have to put some pictures on so people know what we're talking about. But yeah. this car was was something I was very excited about. I got that car when I was thirty six. And it was only because I started writing it down, started doing the research, started figuring out what it took to get there, and instead of it just being a wish and a novelty concept. So you started to put it into a goal where you put actions into it. and yeah. So so since uh, this podcast, we're kind of diving into um, talking about goals, why it's important to create them, and how to create them, I think is a, really where we're going a lot with this. I'd like to ask... Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> that was me itching my beard. That was fairly loud. Yeah, that was um, but I would just like to press the question further because you said it wasn't until you're a bit older that you started to write down the goals to get the VW bug and start to do the research. How would writing down a goal for that look? At least, how did it look for you? Yeah, and that's what... we know Gideon's going to provide a template or something because he's prepared stuff like that. But for you, what did, what was it like in that time? Well, for me, at that point in time, it, it had been there as a as a wish or a, a hallucination maybe for a while. And and when I was out working, I was out in Pennsylvania at the time, and I was thinking of all the things that I wanted to do at some point in time. And I'm pretty close on hitting my goals that I had when I was in high school. You know, they weren't big because I didn't dream big. I wasn't 10Xing it. You know, I was, I was living pretty modest. I didn't know that there was other ways. And that's why I harp on this so much is because I was told I was too dumb to go to college. You know, I was told that I wasn't going to, I was going to live paycheck to paycheck, you know, but I'm out there, I'm making money and I'm succeeding financially, but I wasn't having fun. And so I thought, what did I miss? And I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted that car. So for me, Ashton, it was, I want this car. And I wrote down exactly what I was looking for. Um, not necessarily more of the make and the model, not necessarily the year because that wasn't as relevant. I knew what it kind of looked like. Um, and so I wrote down, this is what I want. This is how much free money I need to have set aside because right. really this car is not practical. Money. Pardon? I said play money. Yeah, just play that it can be thrown away. That doesn't matter. Like you guys said earlier, very expensive and very time consuming. Don't need it for the bills. Correct. And And once I put it in there, I didn't plan on getting it back out. Right. Mm-hmm. Because some things you buy, you're like, oh, yeah, I can go ahead and resell that. Well, this is not one of those things. So I, I figured this is just throw away money. Mm-hmm. And I got to that point and then I had to convince your mom that it was OK. Um, so so the action plan was I want a buggy. I ha- I did not know that I have 
right? I want a buggy by this date, this time, this is my spend amount. And then I just went to work towards saving that money off to the side. It took me about six months and I was able to go pay cash for it. And, and I remember you guys were little. Do you guys remember driving home in it? I, I remember going to the storage unit or was it a warehouse? Yeah, it was a guy's storage unit. It was an old beater bug off of uh, our local classified ads back in the day. And I remember it rained super hard. That's right. You drove it the rest of the way to gram- Grandma and Grandpa's house, and we drove in Grandma's car. That's right. Was it was it raining or was it snowing? I don't remember. It I was think cold. it was raining. I I remember that. dark and dreary. Dark. <laughs> well, I think it was dark, but it was kind of exciting because it was a buggy, but you know. Yeah, the buggy's always exciting. Yeah, we, yeah, it actually snowed on me on the way home when I finished it, and it That's, had bad yeah. brakes, and I probably right. should have towed it. But, you know, I was just young and excited and, and uh, driving it home and made it to Grandma and Grandpa's and then put it on a trailer and drove it home. So so really to follow the storyline for me then would be you had a dream. And for me, when it, when it comes to dreams, I think the difference between dreams, goals, and realities is actually drawing the lines. Because when I think of dreams, I think of dreaming, which is always very fuzzy. You know, like dreams, a cloud. Like, <laughs> like a cloud. Or, or even that feeling... When you're getting chased or you want to catch up to something, you're trying to run and you can't. Or you want to fly, but you can't really see the ground beneath yeah. you. The, you. You get the feeling. So I feel like dreams are like that. So really, you had the dream, the bucket list. And then when you started to write down the paper, for all intents and purposes, you began to get, draw the picture until you could see it in front of you. That's Yeah, Ash, and that's a great way to look at it as far as a artistic method behind it. Yep. That was a very, very good observation. Okay, so I would like to, like Ashton said, more of a format. So what I found really good and what made me feel really productive that I did for a couple of days. So I got up an hour before we would normally get up because we do um, family scripture study. And at 6.30, so I would get up at 5.30, I would write down my goals, and then I'd do like 20 push-ups, 20 sit-ups, like the bicycles. Did those push-ups that workout routine fit with your goals that you'd been setting or Um, just kind of to wake you up. So it went with my goals and it also, I like starting a day productive. So Mm -hmm. it feels productive throughout the day because you want to start feeling excited. Right. Um, so that's something I probably have to get back into because I mean, I remember how good I felt every morning. That's a good point. You know, and it's hard right now. Let's be honest. I mean, we're, we're dealing with schools being closed in Utah with, with COVID and, and, trying to get you guys to realize that, hey, we still need to get up. We need to get productive. It's, yeah. it's one of the bits of advice I give people who are looking for jobs. You know, get up, shower, act like you're going to work, and go do. Yeah. Okay, you made me think of something, so I, I don't mean to hijack just a little bit. Okay. Um, but it, you reminded me of an, a principle that I learned while I was in Australia. There was a, a talk that we used to listen to. It was, um, what's that speech you call that someone gives it commencement, someone that's notable gives it commencement. The commencement speech? Oh, well, <laughs> I had my words just in the wrong order. Cool. So there's this man, his name's Admiral McRaven. He gives a talk at University of Texas in 2014. It's an amazing talk if you want to listen to it. Um, and he talks about life in the military. And the talk's title, it says, If you want to change the world... Start off by making your bed. Um, and it and it sounds really interesting because he talks about the crazy things they do in the military. Um, 
the exercise they call the sugar cookie, which I think is hilarious. I also, for if you're in the military, very taxing. <laughs> um, so it's a really interesting talk. But um, he says that every morning they would make their beds to perfection um, because of that same principle that you were talking about, Gideon, which was you start off feeling like you've accomplished a task. Yeah. You start off with something done. And then he says, if the rest of your day doesn't go well, you started out hyped. And when you get home, you got a nice clean bed and you, and you can look at it. And even if nothing else went your way, you can say, I made that bed today. And so I did accomplish something. I you think can I never... need to try that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, you can never say that you didn't accomplish something because you did make your bed. So it's an interesting talk. Go listen to it. But that was what I thought of when you said, I you started off with something. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, I have one more bullet point that I would like to say before I go into um, something else. So another thing when focusing on your goals is if they're really big and they seem like 10x, where it's one of my goals was make $10,000 in X amount of time, you probably want to break them into little steps so you can do something every day, not just try and... Um, go straight to the $10,000. You know, that brings up a good question with making your bed. Is that a task or a goal? Or is that for me or Gideon? Anybody. That... Or Gene. Yeah, I don't know. Gene, go for it. I would say it's a goal because I do not do that. It's not really a <laughs> task for me because I just... It's all there. I just lay on top of it. It's going to get messed up anyway. So, like so, folding your clothes. No, but you say yeah. fair enough, but it, but it isn't. It it the task, the goal would be to change your lifestyle behavior to keep a cleaner, more organized room, right? That could be a goal. And one hint, of the hint, steps hint. in your goal, you know, or is a task called make your daily make your bed. The goal might be I made my bed 15 days in a row. That's a good goal. But the task and the and the goal sometimes we get those confused, and 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 yeah, and I think we talked a little bit about that how tasks are a little bit more simpler, goals are a bit more long term, relatively speaking. Um, but I really enjoyed the idea of the bed. I think it is more of a task, but I think it's also a a Kickstarter for goals very far outside of outside of itself. I agree. I agree with that one. Because so, so but, oh, but no, no, you're fine, but here's the question though. What's the difference between a habit, a task and a goal? Right? Because really at the end of the day we're trying to develop good habits. I think habits are more muscle memory. Okay. Go on. That's interesting. I'm curious. I kind of lost my train of thought. You said habits Well, I know are what I muscle s- memory. said. <laughs> Choo-choo. So, no, but, yeah, good job. Get him back on the train. But but it's really an anchor oh point, goodness. right? It's an anchor point to start from. That's a it is a habit. Yeah. It's an anchor point. For example, what do I do every day? You floss. Yep. And guess what I team. started doing um, about four months ago? Morning routine. Nope. Yeah, well, yes, but, but, but part one. of that flossing, I've tied directly to flossing. I've tied putting on sunscreen. And yeah. the reason is is because I obviously we're at, we're at jeopardy for skin cancer, and I, so that's one of those habits. But the goal started is I want to take better care of my skin, myself, my body. My my goal on 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 the teeth 
was not, hey, I want to have better teeth. To become that 1% that you, flosses every day. You got it. Or in the, I wanted to be on the higher end of the percentage category. Above you wanted to be above average. That's it. That one was above average. Then I put on the sunscreen because now I'm in the, in the top 1% to answer that question. Because people just don't do it. Because it's so hard to remember to do it. Because you can state a goal, but if you can make that goal a habit, then it really changes your life. And maybe not even the entire... Hello. If you're listening to this right now, that means you're currently listening to an episode of Adulting Decrypted. And let me just say thank you. My name's Ashton, one of the hosts of Adulting Decrypted, and I wanted to steal a quick second of your time to do a shameless little plug. If you've listened to our podcast for any sort of time, you know that we talk about a bunch of different stuff all about adulting. Because our goal is to help individuals in this task we call adulting. Now, we have just revamped the way that we do this. If you go to adultingdecrypted.com, you can see all of our episodes sorted out by category. We've sorted it into financial, practical, emotional, social, and things just for fun. So... If any of those categories are of particular interest to you right now, you can go onto the website, look through there, and see all of our episodes that correlate with that specific thing. This website's completely free to use. It's just another tool for our listeners to find things that are more important to them now. So, for example, if I was looking at it, I'd scroll through and say, hey, you know what? I want to see what the Adult Encrypted crew has talked about socially. Well, one of our first episodes, season one, episode three, how do I talk to people? That's where we talked about all how to talk to people. So if that's something you want right now, you can go find that right now. Also in this one, season three, episode 15, the power of a humble mediator, where we talked to one of my old bosses about his business as a mayor, also as a small theater owner. Some really cool stuff. So if you're looking for a better way to organize through all your self-help podcasts, try Adulting Decrypted dot com and enjoy the rest of the episode our goal because the goals because i think it to some extent the sunscreen is a task sure it is absolutely um, but yeah but i like how you said now i'm losing my train um it was how this goal created a better life, but oh man, I really lost it. It's gone. It had to. The nice thing was the time. last sentence that you said, but I, I I forgot it. The nice thing is we can just hit rewind a couple times and and find it if you're on the podcast <laughs> and you're trying to figure it out. But the whole premise is trying to make a daily thing that you have to do more of a habit. Because there's so there's it's so hard to make decisions every day, yeah. so but a goal is the lifestyle, the thing you're pursuing. I think is where you're at. The habit is once you've got it or something like it to lock in, and then it just becomes a thing that you. Because I my goal is not to get the buggy again. I think Gene might have a goal of getting it running again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Gene owes the people this story because we've kind of hinted around it, and I don't know the next opportunity we're gonna get to share it. Okay, um, so we just finished the brakes on it because they weren't working before, because they failed when I was driving on a 
out public road. At this point, and I'm you scared. decided to ram into a curb. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you ran over a curb. No, I don't even know where you're getting this information. <laughs> so then we like we're testing out the brakes. We drove around the block. We were fine. We're pulling into the driveway. I stop like, to put it into first, and right now it's in neutral. Mm-hmm. And so then we're pulling up, and then I look at my rearview mirror, and I see orange. And then I'm like, what? And I look back, and the back of the buggy is entirely on fire. <laughs> Huge flames. I don't know if yes. it was like the entire, but it was like a tower of flame. It wasn't like a big bush of flame. It was like a uh, tower of flame. Dude, what are you? A pillar of fire. You? <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Gideon, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I'm kind of insane. <laughs> and so then I'm like, what do I do? And Dad's like, we need to get out. And so he's like, get out. And so I'm like, Okay, I hop out of the car, don't even put a neutral or any gear for that matter. <laughs> and then he's like, what are you doing? Jumps back in from the passenger side, push on the brake. Luckily, they were working. And then I'm like, ah. Then I run inside and I'm like, fire extinguisher. And then we grab it. And then I give it to Ashton. He pulls it out like it's a grenade pin. It was so sick. Mm-hmm. I agree. I looked awesome. And then he <laughs> sprays it all down. We finish. My dad says one thing after that. Why didn't we catch it on video? <laughs> no, seriously. If it's not on Facebook, it didn't happen, guys. Anyway, so, so yeah. So, so, is that a goal to get the buggy fixed, Gene? Yeah. Yeah. So, what are some of the tasks yeah. associated with getting that done? Um, Figuring out that spacer thing that you were talking about. Yeah, the gaps. Yeah. On the starting points. Yep. yep. So, anyways, but... But so your goals might have a, a group of tasks below them, right? So we um, go after something big. It's not something you can do all at once. There might be a goal that says, hey, I'm going to do this all at one time. But that's more of just a task. I'm going to go do this. And those are very important to, to the Admiral's point. If you get in the habit of doing your task every day, then you're able to look at bigger picture goals because you're doing your tasks. Okay, so I think we got that part pretty covered. I would like to talk about the marshmallow study, is what people would call it. I like marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> we know where Ashton might have played on this one, but go ahead. So, I think it was coming, um, I just thought about success and how it was, how the certain percentage of people that waited was more successful from their study, but... Um, I read an article, and they did it recently, where the first time back in, I think, like, 1960... Maybe you should explain the, yeah, yeah, you the explain. experiment. Okay, so... Some people might not know. And I, yeah, some not old sure. people that are probably really old now, in, like, 1960s... <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, old people that are probably old now. Because <laughs> they were in 1960. Go ahead. Yeah, Tell so they were forming somebody. an experiment with um, preschoolers where they would put a marshmallow on the table and they told them that they were going to get another marshmallow. And if they waited for 15 minutes, they could get that other marshmallow. But if they ate the one on the table, then they wouldn't get the other marshmallow. So it was just tempting the kids. And they were saying how patience leads to more success and, uh, and whatnot. So they decided to redo this, story, this study where the first time they were doing it with 90 kids now they're doing it with 900 kids, so a lot more. And um, if 
on the second study, if they ate the marshmallows before they got the second one, they actually correlated it because they got lots of information. It was more with their social and economic background. So if they were, um, let's say, poor, I can't remember the other word for that, but they would know that they wouldn't always get that gratification. Like sometimes there wouldn't be food on the table, supposedly. So they're like, it's here now, so I'll just take it now. And then um, the people that waited longer usually were from wealthier families. So I just thought that was kind of cool. So did they did uh, did they follow that study up, the second study up? Or has it not been long enough? It has not been long enough. Okay. So so what you're saying is that um, the first study when they ran it and they, and they said, hey, based on being able to delay gratification, because really that's what the concept is, right, is delay the gratification, then you can have the reward you want. And most of us struggle with that, right? We're going, hey, I've got $5 in my pocket. I'm going to go spend $5. Or if, if you're a good American, you've got $5 in your pocket, you're going to go spend five fifty because you're <laughs> going to spend a little bit more than what you have. However, right, but what the study, the principle of the study was is if we can learn how to delay gratification, then we can get more, we can do more, we can be more successful. That was that was the end result, but, but you're saying there was a study that might be differencing of that or confirming that? Um, so different from that. Um, I remembered that in the article, they had followed them up through grade school. So they're, I think they're in high school now, the people that they had studied. And they figured out that it didn't change. Um, there was no correlation. Really? To whether they waited or whether they ate it. It was more their social and economical. Um, but, but still, see, here's, here's my struggle with that, right? Because they're still in high school. And I'm not a. I'm not saying yes or no, but I think that the principle of delayed gratification is something that we need to be careful on understanding how it works. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's. Uh, uh, no, it's okay. It's good banter. This is this is what the purpose is, right? Is to better understand where you're coming from and what the study's reading. And so, right. the fun part for me is that you found a new study that you get to now follow into your adulthood and see what happens with that group of people. Yeah. So if if I'm translating this study correctly, you're saying that the kids that grew up in a household that was potentially able to delay gratification better than those that were not? Is that kind of kind of the idea it's getting at? And then as they grew up, it showed that even though they were good at that skill prior, now as they grew up in high school, it the the study became irrelevant and kids kind of just went all over the place. Technically, I'm just saying that they weren't noticeably more successful. Right. And and that does make sense to me because it's been such a short span. What you're saying is there's delayed gratification and the results you get on a test don't directly correlate. Yes. Gotcha. But then the question to me becomes is let's fast forward that 10 years and say, okay, if we can learn how to delay some of those gratifications to hit our baby, because really that's what it is. The reason why you don't get up at five in the morning anymore is because all you're doing is delaying the gratification of the start of the day by letting the mattress win, right? There is a wrestling match with the mattress and it has you. There's an old adage that says mind over mattress, right? It's not mind over matter. It's mind over mattress. And, and you have to make that decision 
when do you think you have to make that decision? Because that's been a hard one for me to change. I think the sooner the better. No, but what I mean though is, is do you need to make that decision first thing in the morning? I think that you should do it before you go to sleep. So not like right when you wake up, because then throughout the day you'll probably be forcing yourself out of that mindset. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're right. I think what what you need to do is prep yourself the night before, so that you're going to bed at a reasonable hour, so that therefore you can get the sleep you need, and then turn around and get up at the early hour and get started and jumping right into your day. But I think it's kind of both. You got to do it at the beginning and like right before you go to bed, so you like have it already in your head. Like I'm gonna get up this early, but then if you don't follow up with it in the morning, you can just like hit snooze and like, oh, it's fine. I can sleep in. I don't have anything. So it's kind of a mix of both. Yeah, I, this is a good point, Gene. And I, I think the second part of your statement there says I don't have anything, because if you don't feel like you have to accomplish a task right out of the shoot, then that 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 desire to get up and get going isn't there. And that's that's why this is so such a challenge I think for you guys right now is because. We don't have something to do right after. We don't have school at 8.15 in the morning. Correct. And so, so we delay that getting up, which is, is <laughs> we're living in gratification, not delaying the gratification. We're delaying getting up. So I think this is a good point, Gene. Which, which so, because you said it, but it's, it's the kid that ate the marshmallow, really. Is the one that's still in bed. Right. Yeah. Agreed. So, so... By staying in bed, you're accepting the gratification rather than delaying the gratification just to kind of push that to, 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 to clarification. Perfect. Um, but so I kind of want to ask, so we've talked about delaying gratification. How does that tie into what you have for us for goals and becoming more responsible, productive adults, Gideon? Um, I think that talking about goals with the... Um, I almost think that instant gratification would be better on some sorts because if you want to get something done as soon as possible, you're going to get it done as soon as possible. So you're not going to push back um, like the due date or when you want to complete it. But I feel like the one thing that you have to think about is it's instant gratification. It's not instant gratification to be working towards a goal because you have to do that work. And I mean, you're, you're delaying the gratification of so actually. Winning. It wouldn't really be instant. It would more be the fastest possible gratification. I would agree with that. Right, but some some things still take time. Right, for example, yes. that's what we where we get ourselves in trouble. You can't go out and plant a garden today and harvest a tomato tomorrow. Yeah. So it's still going to take you the three, four, five-month growth cycle, right? And I think that's where you're going, Gene. Isn't it a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Because some things can't be accomplished right away, but you can put everything in action, right? And that's what you're saying instead of, is that fair, Gideon, or no? Yeah, I think it kind of ties back to one of my points before where it says, uh, let me find it. If you have a really big goal, one that would take months to break it into steps that you could do every day to I get like there. It. I like it. If I like you, it. If you need to eat a whole elephant, eat it one bite at a time. Well, and, and, it, and it goes back to that consistency, right? Because really, if, if you're consistent, it makes a big difference. Yeah. And I think that we want to say, oh, I worked on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm taking Saturday, Sunday off. 
because we we've had that ingrained into us as a society that Saturday and Sunday are are play days or church days or relaxed days when really it's just another day to accomplish your goals. Is that fair? Yeah. And that and that's why that brushing flossing has become so easy because that's something you do every day. And then the stuff you don't do every day, you have to remi- find a way to remind yourself. Like writing your goals every morning. Agreed. Writing your goals every morning is a great step. Uh, Brian Tracy actually recommends it, especially while you're trying to clarify what your goals are, is if you write them every day, they consistently pop up. And then after a month or of doing that, then you pick the biggest ones because those are the ones that are bothering you all the time. But once you've done that, then you need to figure out some tricks how to anchor those goals into daily habits and rituals. Does that make sense? Where yeah. I'm going with that? Yeah. So so I do like, the, but the problem is with writing them every day, it gets hard and it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. I love vision boards and I just found a cool app that, that's got vision board on it. So what you do is you take a picture of something that you want or that you're after. And then when you're looking at it, you try and absorb the feeling, right? And because setting goals without really understanding the intention behind the goal, um, it, 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 you're missing a big gap, right? And you can only control the input. So if you know what your goal is and you know what the intention of that goal is, I think you can get there faster. It's not just a goal for a goal's sake. Right. And I feel like tying into where Gideon was going as well is with the goals that you have. Obviously, you want to go somewhere, and those things are going to take time, hence delaying the gratification. But you want to set small, measurable, I'm shaking my head, yes. Keep going. (laughs) Relevant and and time-specific goals. You just brought me into my next segment. But but those little things are things that are much easier to reach, so you can um, uh, feel the gratification of something while delaying... The ultimate gratification of your goal, like the buggy in that experience, because you were setting those small little things that helped sure. you eventually reach that goal. Yeah, I mean, skipping eating out, some of those kind of things that you sacrificed for. Right. right. And, it, and it, I would imagine that empowered you in the process of oh, reaching ab- that goal. Absolutely. To be able to do that. Anyway, Gideon. Okay, so I think that we should end this off with a good way to make your goals instead of just how to complete them. So what Ashton was saying was a SMART goal. Um, so it's specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and timely. So specific being knowing exactly what you want. That's an IM statement that you started with, right? Yeah. I um, like it. Measurable as in give it a quantity of some sort. Now um, what about What about even, oh, I guess timely. Never mind, you're right. Yep. Some type of measure. Attainable. Because you'll never know if you reach a goal if you don't have a way to say you measure it. Right. right. Yeah. It goes back to that dream concept. It's still in that fuzzy, 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 was a bear. I have a, I have a funny story that goes with this. Um, a, a measurable thing. A good example of that when, um, again, out when I was on my mission and, and working with um, other individuals, we lived together. And um, when I started... I hadn't yet lived on my own. Well, I had lived on my own, but I allowed myself to get in the bad habit of just letting the dishes pile up until I absolutely necessary, like it was absolutely necessary for me to wash them. And this sort of habit does not work 
for a lot of other people. And, and now I've learned and it doesn't work for myself. Um, but I had someone who it got to a point where he wrote a sign that said, I would, I will like, it was like blank. So like your name, I blank will wash the dishes and clean the sink after every meal. And, and he had me sign it and he signed it. And, um, and so a couple of meals later, there's a whole bunch of dishes in the sink. And he's like, you signed the paper. And, and then I went, well, you didn't say how long after the meal. And so he, on the, on the same paper we already signed, he's like, well, I'm making a contractual, um, adjustment. And he put one minute <laughs> after every meal. And then we had to countersign again. So that's why I think measurable is so important. Yeah, and then attainable, as in, even if it's 10x, you still want something that you will, um, how should I say this? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in there and help you out for a second. I think you. because if it's too far out, you know, and, and this is what I go back to when we started, Bill Gates' quote of saying, you know, we, we underestimate what we can do in 10 years, but overestimate what we can do in that one year, right? So, yeah. so, so if you, it's, you can become a millionaire, Gideon, in the next 10 years, there's no doubt about it. However, if you say, I want to be a millionaire tomorrow, it's, it's not obtainable. Right. And so then you get frustrated and you quit. And so, you, yeah, so you've got to put a method into place. Gene's over here shaking his head. Well, you could rob a bank. <laughs> yep. That's fair. But Gideon know. at 13, could a he longer time to plan than a day, but yeah. and could Gideon go in and rob a bank for a million dollars? You could probably get 10 bucks, you know, maybe 20 bucks is Billy the kid, but you <laughs> hey, hand me the money. <laughs> Sorry. Just okay. Gideon I, th- I, I think we've got, I think we've got attainable figured out. Okay. And then the next was reasonable. So I think that ties pretty much the same as attainable the only difference for me is reasonable i i started off saying oh i want to grow a full head of hair that's not reasonable you know what i mean i'm not i want to go play nfl linebacker hair implants yeah but i didn't grow it right (laughs) if i want to go say i want to save ten thousand dollars or i don't know how much hair implants cost but say i want to save twenty thousand dollars for it for that project then that would be a goal right a goal to get a hair implant you could do that that's still reasonable, but for me to grow hair is unreasonable. It just can't happen. Another th- another thing that I like to tie in with reasonable is relevant as well. Because for fair. me, it, it helps me visualize it a bit better. Because like you're saying, it doesn't make sense for you to save that amount of cash for hair implant. Because it's not what you want. More than... Rele- relevant to me right. is what you're it's saying. It's not relevant to the main goal. So if Gideon's main goal is to create his bike jump or whatever i don't know what goal we're going off of your your million dollars in a day like you gotta everything that you set as part of that goal should be relevant or um it should have some way that it plays into your bigger goal rather than just being specific measurable and possible achievable attainable it also needs to relate to what you're setting Okay, and then the last one is timely, so like a time frame where you write down a specific date. I don't think time is reasonable, like I want to finish this at 419, but more. It depends on the goal. Some goals can be very specific like that, like say you have a school assignment, 
that you want to finish like that's fair 10 minutes before it's actually due i'm saying more like big goals yeah fair enough well but 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 this launching this podcast was a very timely goal and we were uh, candidly we were under the gun what there was a couple things that we didn't plan enough time for uh, on the timely side but we still looked and figured out how to make them happen so i wouldn't say that setting it too short always hurts you to your point gene i think and, and gideon is is that sometimes you have to push yourself and it's a good thing and and adding into that i feel like this is an important thing to mention that we also talked about in last podcast um when we when we get to setting goals and plans and things like that i think it's very easy to try and get something to line up perfectly and then if it doesn't if it doesn't play out perfectly like we want it to we tend our minds can shut down from from building on it so when it comes to setting something specifically timely in this example set a time um but if it happens too quickly great but if it takes a little bit too long don't freak out and say well i set a bad goal because it didn't fit the time frame just understand that it's um it's you can still achieve these goals it just you can so i've got a question for you we we love to ski right i don't know who who's listening who likes to ski but what's the destination of skiing the bottom of the hill is it the destination not the hospital <laughs> that's fair but it's not the hospital but the purpose of skiing is it to be at the top of the hill or the bottom of the hill which one is it the in between the journey thank you gene um journey many no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I think really, if I could, and then I know Gideon wanted to reiterate some things, but yeah. as it pertains to goals, I really want you to think about two things as we leave this as far as being an adult. First off, you can control your inputs. You can't always control the results, and that's what you're talking about, Ashton. You're going, right. hey, I, I put all this work together, and it didn't turn out the way I planned on it. That's that's great. You're, and then number two? And then don't let it discourage you. It just... That's like right. If the output doesn't fit. That's right. You got to realize what if the inputs are working, and if they're not, then what do I need to change? What input do I need to change to get the right goal? And then number two, that I want you to remember is to enjoy the journey, because at some point in time, if we say, and Sabrina, I caught her on this this, this afternoon. She goes, "I'll be happy when the semester's over," and I'm like, "Going, no, no, you got to be happy now. You've got to enjoy this process because we're always learning, right?" So. With that, that's that's my last two segments as the dad. So whatever, Gideon, however you want to. Okay, so I just kind of want to loosely go over what we've gone through, at least what I have gone through for this um, podcast. So we've gone over SMART goals. Um, we've gone over like the strategy to completing your goals. We talked about the marshmallow study. That was pretty awesome. And um, we talked about how, um, I guess, this is just going back over the strategy. So I would like to close this off by thanking you guys for listening. If you have any cool stories about goals, please send them to us. We would love to hear them. And um, thank you for listening. See you next time. Welcome, dedicated podcast listener, to the end of episode two of Adulting Decrypted, where we talked about goals. 
as you know already. We're so proud of you for making it to the end. We really appreciate the dedication and the kindness of your heart to make it here. Well, since you're here, we're going to let you on a little secret. If you comment your adulting successes or failures, hopefully not as many of those, but if you comment those on our Instagram or Facebook page, we'll feature you in our next podcast episode. Because we know that adulting is best done as a team, and we can learn more from each other and the four of us in our little studio setup. We're not, we're not the biggest sample size of adults, so when you get more people on it together, we can learn from more from each other. So please always comment your stories, and we'll enjoy that together. Now, we have a song from Gene and Gideon, another like an adult song, but this time about goals. Enjoy. Okay. Sweet. I be adulting. Hey! Going for the very first time. Like an adult. Making smart goals. For my life. Life. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, Send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting-decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon.